Oh, I um, love nerdy but, stuff, though. Go, go, go. Carrie, no, don't take this the wrong way, but you always bring nerdy stuff. <laughs> I know. I didn't realize I was a nerd. The Devil Commute, Season 15, Episode 7. folks thankfully it's not just me and Lindsay. we have other people in the room today another person people. <laughs> yeah. it's got to be two hi hi everyone <laughs> hello everyone Lindsay here checking in and kerry here as well and kerry's here yeah yeah it was a bit weird it was a bit like episode six which is like the old days there's me and uh Lindsay nattering to ourselves it's just, <laughs> good, to, good to see you back again kerry it's good to be back so welcome everyone. This is the Tuffle Commute. We're a podcast of English teachers who uh, get together to talk about um, to talk about things that may be related to English <laughs> teaching. But the topic always comes up. I've forgotten our tagline now. I know not it's not an it's not a podcast about language teaching, but the the topics the topic of language teaching will often come up. I um, believe we'd be doing this for years, wouldn't yeah. you? <laughs> and we have. This is uh, we're in season fifteen episode seven. Um, usually what we've been doing in this latest season of um, Tuffle Commute is each of us bring something, it's like a show and tell, each of us bring something that has attracted our attention that we think is newsworthy, that is just fun, that is du jour, um, or uh, some other pretext we can find to talk about this. And, well, yeah, uh, we'll well, gen generally speaking, we do try and link it to the English language teaching in some ways. Oh, it's not, yes, yeah, yes. I mean, we're, we're all we're... English language teaching <laughs> in some ways, or English <clears throat> language as well. So language-related things or language teaching. Okay, then, let's get into it. So, Lindsay, you're going to go first, aren't you? All right. This, uh, today, what are you bringing to for us? Okay, so I was... Um, just doing my usual like lazy uh, web surfing, trying to find kind of interesting topics and stuff, checking in on EL Gazette, um, other industry news websites, the British Council and so on. And I came across a shared video of a woman whose name is, and I'm just going to find it here, um, Olena Chekrizova. Um, and uh, it, it, it uh, the title of the video, I can't remember what it was, but the topic immediately interested me because it was also had been referenced on, I think, EL Gazette. Um, and she is an English teacher from Ukraine, but um, she is now teaching English to the military in Ukraine. And so there was uh, an interesting piece. She's got, she gives a talk about this. Uh, uh, she gave a talk about this at a conference. Um, and then there's been a couple of pieces written about her. Um, and basically, uh, the thing was, was that lots of, so English for the military has been a thing in many countries for a while. Um, but for the Ukrainian military, one of the big things and that, that she mentions was um, not just the communication with, for example, allies or things like that, but it was more um, 
material, all this equipment that is being sent from England, from the States, from other places, military equipment, the training manuals and the training is all in English or mostly in English. And when they send it over, they send over trainers who mostly just speak English. So there's been an increasing need for like English teaching. And so there's lots of the profiles of her um, are talking about her on this kind of secret military base where she does English teaching. I then then looked, uh, went further and found that the British Council has been also doing British Council teaching for the English Ukraine military as part of the British aid. So this has been widening out, um, delivers courses to around 40 teachers from 10 higher education military institutions all over Ukraine. Um, so they're training the teachers, and I presume they're doing that online. I haven't met anyone who has been doing any of this teaching recently. It's, uh, it's funny. I, this, uh, when I first moved to the Czech Republic, so in the mid-90s, that's uh, what the British Council were doing a lot of in um, in the Czech Republic. And there was there were military English course books, to, uh, because at that time, obviously, the Czech army was moving into the European Union, into NATO, and those kind of things. So military, teaching military English was what a lot of us did um, oh, so you did? Did teacher. you teach on a base then? A little bit. No, I didn't teach military English, but a lot of people that did around um, around me did. <laughs> we always used to laugh at the books with with some of the, the role well, plays in it. That's, in it. that's my next point because what that reminded me of it reminded me of a couple of things. The first thing it reminded me of when I wrote one of my first books for Macmillan around. Um, 15 years ago now, at the same time that my book came out, I went to a sales conference, an internal sales conference around Macmillan, where Macmillan had um, decided had to be the first major British publisher to do a course book that looked like every other, like Headway and all those kind of courses, just for the military. And it was called Campaign. Did you ever see Campaign for the Military, Carrie? In your Macmillan days? No. Oh my gosh. So they, they were, this was a project by the um, legendary publisher David Riley. He, uh-huh. someone had said, we need an English, had shouted out at a sales conference, I'm teach, I, I'm trying to sell books to the military and I can't sell them inside out. <laughs> we need a special military book. And he said, okay, let's do that. And so they made this book called Campaign. The cover of Campaign has got like a guy, it looks a bit like, Yes, there it is. Um, Sean is holding it up uh, to the screen. So great audio here, medium. I'll explain. (laughs) It's got a man with a helmet on and the face painted in the same way that Arnold Schwarzenegger has his face painted in the movie Predator. So it's like, it looks quite scary and intimidating, that cover in a way. Um, I want to also share my screen and just show you an example. Kerry, can you just describe, this is campaign military English book one. Um, So unit one of book one is going to be like, nice to meet you and stuff. Here, Uh Kerry, why don't you describe for our listeners what you see, what you see here. Okay. Um, well, there are three faces. Two of them are kind of like smiley teffel faces, actually. Uh, but uh, one is sat behind some kind of whoa machine gun automatic <laughs> yes. weapon of some sort. Like I'm really showing my total ignorance of all things military at this point. <laughs> yes, I have And um, yep, and I can see the objectives are MR is. And introductions. So, so I, I guess this is my weapon. Um, I don't <laughs> yes, know. It looks like that because it's a young boy who looks 
not older than my son, who's 22, mm. uh, who's got this ear-to-ear grin on his face, and he's holding what looks to be, he looks like he's in the desert somewhere, and he's holding an absolutely enormous It's an gun. enormous gun, isn't it? Yeah. It's an enormous gun. And then I'll, take the- a, I'll take a screenshot as there we go, go on the blog when we put yeah. the website. And now, Sean, I'll show you another page from this as well. I'm, ju- I'm just looking. The, 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 it did actually win the English Speaking Union Award for um, yes, it 2000. did. It did. It was quite interesting. Here's yeah. the vocabulary for Unit Two. This might well be the book that I was referring to. You know, we have yes. four. Well, what do you see? Tell the listeners what you're seeing here. So basically, yeah, we've got the. Uh, this is the. The uh, there's a typical course book page, um, which would begin with uh, label the pictures activity, but those pictures obviously are. <laughs> Um, to do with, well, they're not all military equipment, antenna, compass, map, pistol, radio, and rifle. Then you've got to group the words. That's kind yes. of, oh, that's interesting, because so there must be two pair, two yeah. pair group. Uh, and then and then the grammar is the plural, so rifle, rifles. Uh, <laughs> a compass, compasses, radio, yeah, radios. So, that's quite, so I mean, in, in all intents and purposes, it's a, it's, it's a course book where it's a typical uh Yes, um, it's interesting. A, so it was specifically one eighty two book yeah. ESP. Now, also, yeah. I don't know if you noticed because there's so many things that they used did in this book, but you didn't notice in the top right corner. Remember, in most course books, it's unit one A, one B, one C. Oh yeah, yeah, I like it. Look Charlie. at what the top. Yeah. Yes, Charlie is the top one. <laughs> and when you look at like the, the uh, lesson before yeah, is Bravo. Bravo. Yeah. So it's yeah. like unit one Bravo, unit one Charlie, unit one Delta, Excellent. and so on. And then at the very end of a unit, I think um, they've got unit one Echo, unit one Foxtrot. So it keeps going. And then the, the what's the review unit? Carrie, what does it say? <laughs> golf. No, golf, no, yes. But, no, but that's for G, golf. Tactics, oh, sorry. Tactics, language yes, tactics. So language yes. tactics. So it looks yeah. like, I mean, I can just imagine that the authors really leaned into sort of, we'll make it all very army-ish. And so it's quite interesting. I wonder, it'd be interesting to see how this book holds up because um, I didn't do a very close look at it, but a lot of it seems to be soldiers deployed into hot climates. So there's lots mm. of kind of desert stuff behind well, given given contextually when it was being written presumably well, exactly it was, exactly a lot, a lot but you sort of wonder Iraqi now if you wouldn't it. have an updated version where it would all be in the co- like for nato because a lot of this was trying to be sold to nato if they wouldn't also be now having the pictures in colder environments anyway that was that was uh that was what i uh, that had been my thinking recently and it also reminded me that i had often wanted that if I was ever going to do um, an MA specifically in in, in ASL studies and TEFL, um, that I would want to do the history of military and language learning techniques, because I think there's also been a long history of language learning in the military. If we go back to sort Mm -hmm. of the audio lingual method. Well, it it, was kind of, um <clears throat> developed wasn't it as a uh the method for spies yes yeah, ex- well exactly. I, I tell you what um um this is very kind of i don't know but i remember it i remember it from when i was when i was uh, running sales courses in prague and we had this um ex uh <clears throat> i remember it vividly because of what happened i had this this uh person american on the course and he had been i think he was ex-military and he was he was still relatively young and he'd been deployed in germany i think and he'd left the military and was now training to do 
um, become a teacher or whatever. And we were sat, uh, I think it was the end of the course. We were sat having the, the end of course meal, you know, in four weeks. And he, he got through the course. And suddenly around the table, he starts speaking fluent to Czech. And we're like, where did you get this from? And he said, oh, we learned it in the military. We had to, and one, you know, it, he'd learned all this kind of much more than basic Czech mm. uh, while being in the military. And he'd learned it via audio lingual, lingual methods. It was I mean, fascinating, but it was incredible. You know, four wow. weeks of it, and he just came out with pretty fluent restaurant Czech. Yeah, I think that, I mean, yeah, the, the whole... Audiolingualism and the history of that. I remember reading that in the book of the history of English language teaching, how that had been developed by the military. Berlitz, as Kerry just said, was sort of linked to spying in some way. Um, I wish there had been, maybe there is a, a kind of a history book of that, because I did remember when I was trying to research this a little bit for something else that um, looking up, like, was Langley the home of like the FBI or the CIA or whatever? Mm -hmm. Did they have, they did, they used to have a language school there and they would mm -hmm. have all their own books and all their own yeah. stuff. And I was like, I wonder how do they train the teachers there? Do they have their like own method where they're like, you can do your 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 new fangled communicative 1970s approach, 1980s. We've got stuff that's worked for us since the first world war. I don't know. I mean, well, I'm just, I mean, well, I, I, you know, like I the think... whole drilling thing yeah, yes. is like an absolute crossover, was... isn't it? From military yeah. into language into, like, and it... the whole idea of discipline and, yes. you know, kind of absolute focus on a on a task or whatever, I guess. Like, oh. I don't know how the touchy-feely communicative approach should go down. <laughs> I was recently in, in one of the jobs I have. I was uh, is um, helping people design. I, I kind of consult on people making their online courses. And I was working with a Spanish teacher rather than an English teacher uh, recently who was writing a course for diplomats. Uh, beginning diplomats and uh, I was really struggling trying to help them with the course because they were making a synchronized they were making a course which was blended so they were going to be face to face and then all the practice was going to be online on a Moodle kind of thing but that's essentially what it was it was drill 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 mm -hmm. drill uh, uh, get it through this was the basic there was none of this it was just this is what you need to know this is how you need to say it this is what you've got to do with it. And every exercise was was essentially a control practice exercise that she wanted to, to put into it, which I found really hard because you know, we you girl it, you know, we come from a I think we're all trainers of a much more communicative background where we want the yes. language to be much more contextualized and worked with. But yeah, no, they want they were supposed to sit down and like have um the morning lessons and then go and sit at the computer for the afternoon and just drill, 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 drill. I wonder if they, within their job, they work from a script anyway, you know, as that, in, that like, <clears throat> this like is aviation. what you have to yes. say, yeah, you yeah, mustn't yeah. deviate from that. We don't want you to be creative and like <laughs> yes. have, you know, authentic use of speech or uh, like, you know, sort of like generate your own original um, meanings. It's like, follow the script. Yeah, follow and the say, script of why it's an Say it in such incident. a way that exactly. <laughs> that we won't that start a trade war. Will understand or that we will you, you know? yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so that was my thing that I just thought about. I went from uh, looking at uh, an example of a Ukrainian teacher teaching English. I'm not sure of her methods, but she did sound to me to be more communicative. I went from that to remembering old um, English teaching military books, not old, 10-year-old teaching books for the military, and um, the masters that I've never done, but I'd love to know if someone did it on the history of uh, the U.S. military's language teaching techniques.
So if anybody knows of any material that could aid Lindsay in, in his uh, studies of uh, English <laughs> in the military, please get in touch with it. I just have a feeling that you prob- there's probably someone who's done it, Lindsay. I'm really sorry to has. say that. I think there has. I just couldn't find it, but I didn't look that hard. <laughs> and on that note, let's take a break. Okay, is it me? I think it is you. Okay, strangely, a nice um, segue, which I do know how to spell, despite what uh, my colleagues say, um, <laughs> um, from what uh, Lindsay was talking about into to what I'm bringing to the table. Uh, and again, this came from an idle uh, look around uh, the internet, and I was this camera was on Twitter, uh, and uh, I was on Twitter, and I saw a post. Uh, by a person, uh, by uh, an American, in fact. And basically, it it was a meme-like post, um, uh, which was called Evolving from Violent Language. And it's been shared a number of times and has thousands of comments on it. But I found it quite interesting. The language teacher in me found it quite interesting. It was quite interested in this. Um, Although somewhat um, abruptly uh, or rudely, perhaps, uh, people have now changed the meme from evolving from violent language into making your language boring and bland. Uh, uh, Or or as Lindsay first said, oh, no, he's going woke. Um, so, but, but the reason I, I like it, it's interesting to bring to it. It's, it's not, it's not the language. It's not the kind of necessarily the need to change the language. But um, I guess it, 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 I hadn't thought about how much kind of violence is in the language we use. Well, give us some examples of so what he's saying. So he this said. is like uh, this is language like uh, they're all kind of they're all expressions or, or fairly fixed phrases. So. Uh, this list would be, we're going to pull the trigger, or I'll take a stab at it, or did we jump the gun? I'll bite the bullets. That kills two birds with one stone. You see what I mean? They're all got, they've all got bits of violence embedded within them. Is that kind of the, me- <clears throat> the yeah, metaphors we yeah. live by kind of idea that in this case, it's the metaphor of... Yes, <laughs> yes. Although all of these death. were... Well, are these sort <laughs> of... They're not just business worlds, because I think some of the metaphors we live by also come from the work of Susan Sontag on illness as a metaphor and how she found it very, um, I think we've spoken about this on the podcast once before, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, which, I, which I totally can understand the disempowering nature of talking about cancer as like you've got to fight it or not the, the potentially disempowering. I'll be careful with my language, mm-hmm. but you've got to fight it or the disease. You're really putting up a good battle and stuff and how for her that language just didn't work, you know, because if it's not going well, then it's like you're losing, it's winning, it's beating you, etc. cetera. Um, whereas the ones that I think I'm looking at the list here that you said, they don't seem to be tied to one particular area. They're just general, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I think the whole, the ethos, is also, is there, the ethos of where they're coming from is that obviously we're living in re- relatively violent times um, and disruptive times. And maybe our language is, is feeding into that is where they're coming from. But I, but as I said, to me, I, I, I found when I saw it, it was for a number of reasons. One, I thought it was interesting as a teacher. Two, I didn't realize how I, you know, it, just a reminder of how much we do use that language. And I think as well as a parent, when I'm always t- always telling my son off for using various phrases or trying to suggest different ways, it's that kind of fitted into yeah. that that kind of thing. I'm, I mean, I don't like particularly like um, 
the suggestions. I mean, well, some that, of the suggestions are okay. They're just like kind of normal. Like, so for example, I'm looking at it now. We're we're going to pull the trigger, replace with. We're going to launch. That sounds fine. The yeah, one that enough. sounds yeah. a bit weird. Yeah. L- yes, launch, yeah, launch, yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody launch could also be military. Well, the one that I like, the one that I like, and I think mm. it is actually quite creative, but it is silly. Is that you want to replace that'll kill two birds with yes. one stone? So that'll feed two birds with one scone. Which is just yeah, yeah. Like, have you heard the one of the um, like you know there are uh, oh, many are you X ways to, to and what do you say instead? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> to prepare a carrot. Okay, but this is this is the kind of thing. Isn't this the kind of thing that like totally triggers some um, like people who are like, you can't say anything anymore. You know, like the sort of the people who well, panic you about, go- you know, sort of like, oh, it's the woke mob. Yeah. They're gonna they're controlling everything you say. We're living in a totalitarian state. I, I like I see this meme, and of course it says the meme the the image has instead of this say this and instead of it's got a big red cross yeah and, the, big cross. And, the red, and this is it just seems to me this yeah. is like yeah. designed i know so many people who would just not english teachers necessarily but others who would just say you see this is an example of everything that is wrong, it's wrong. In our, you know like <laughs> you know sort of like instead of telling me not to say this i'm going to tell you not to say that you know and uh, here take this i'm going to say it I, on purpose. I, I, completely, I completely agree and as i said I, 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 it wasn't it wasn't that i was introducing it because i felt that we needed to that that there was a right but like you said, I think some of them are. Uh, um, yeah, uh, some of them are okay, and I like some of the the optimism, like it... um, like turning the, the one towards the bottom, which is that's not a bad idea, which is to, you know changing to that's a good idea. Yeah. So the, 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 I think some of that is inherently good. Sorry, Kerry. I was going to say I think it ties in <clears throat> quite a lot with um, yes. the whole sensitivity reader thing that's been in the news a lot recently and i have to admit that i didn't know the term sensitivity reader until it kind of propped up in like the last month or so with roald dahl and reissuing his books should they be should they not and now i saw it as a yeah Yeah. but it's a role it's a job you can get like you know you can apply to be the sensitive they managed to turn this into a full-blown uh a full-blown debate i mean i don't know what it was like mm. with, with with you in spain but in you know in the uk there was obviously columns written about it there was a lot it, it, it exhausted lots of news mainly because it was good diversion from what was happening in or what is happening in the uk so about oh you know how it, Oh, and, yeah. and massive promo as well. I mean, like, it's absolutely that, in case our, um, you know, sort of... Oh, uh, yeah, no, we should contextualize. Yeah. In so, case so, our there listeners no aren't bad, aware of what's going on, no what, press, what we're basically. referring to here is a recent uh, story that the publisher of Royal Dahl's books have been either have either re-released or planning to re-release or released drafts of rewrites of the books to avoid um, offensive language or problematic scenes or problematic characters, characterizations, descriptions, etc. And this has caused like a massive kerfuffle. Yeah, but my point is a couple of couple of two things. One, these books are aimed at kids, and kids don't necessarily. I don't think kids really see the language. We might, you know, see the language in the same way we see it. You know, it's kind of this idea that that all the isms are actually things that are taught, not things that are that kids are necessarily aware of until adults teach them to it. But secondly, um, um, 
penguin it's penguin isn't it the puffin which is the offshoot of penguin said yeah but we're going to publish at the end of the week of all this cup of all said yeah but we're going to publish the original versions as well so you know you know you you both work in publishing you know what publishing plans are like it's not that isn't that isn't uh uh we're reacting to the kerfuffle um <laughs> reaction because publishing plans are set so in other words they managed to generate a week's talking and free advertising about yeah. their books and yes. they're doing all Absolutely. That. So it's just kind yes. of like and by saying that we're going to sell the others it's yeah. going to be you guarantee yeah, that and, all and, the, uh, and, the 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 red-faced you know <laughs> yeah. angry people are going to go and buy the original version and show it and then all the other people to get angry at them will go and buy the other version so they've yeah. sold two copies of it We've wandered away from uh, violent language anyway, but um, I'll just finish the, what, what you were saying about uh, people being enraged by it uh, before we're going to break. One of the Twitter replies was, stop telling us how to talk. <laughs> and on that note, let's have another break. Hey everyone, producer James here to say thanks for listening and just to let you know that if you want to say thanks to us for all the episodes that we've given you for free, we'd be really grateful. We love making this show. It will always be free to you. But there are some costs involved. So if you'd like to help out, go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Commute and buy us a coffee. I'm more of a tea man myself, but I'll still appreciate it. Okay. Back to the show. Mary, what are you bringing in for us? <clears throat> okay, so I'm bringing in something which actually <clears throat> does kind of tie in with um, yours, Sean, but it's this kind of thing of how using language to promote something um, in a, it's in a very, very minor way. And I do feel like what I'm bringing to the table is very superficial and banal, and also to some extent nerdy. So there we go. Um, oh, I but, love nerdy stuff. So go, go, go. So it's now, the Kerry, po- don't take this the wrong way, but you always bring nerdy stuff. I know. <laughs> I didn't realize I was a nerd. Anyways, but, I mean, I should have by now, shouldn't I? So I have mine bringing, here we go, nerdy drum roll portmanteau words oh. to the table okay so ooh. Ooh. okay go on um, portmanteau go on. words but, but first of all just to be even more nerdy there is actually um a, a, a tefl linguistic term for portmanteau words which isn't portmanteau um okay do you know what it is no they are blends uh, they're called uh, yeah. Blends. blends yeah it's a blend so like the portmanteau word is well define it for everybody here on the on the okay. show just so we're so, all talking about the same um thing. the portmanteau word the, the term portmanteau was coined by lewis carroll um That's right. to yeah, explain yeah. some of his words from the jabberwocky the snicker snack the yeah or... the slimy toves that gyre and gimbal yeah. and all that kind of stuff and can, can i yeah. just say something yeah. that just absolutely off off there's nothing uh, over the summer i taught in lewis carroll's room oh there you oh. go where he may there well have go. coined the word portmanteau so right. portmanteau is itself a portmanteau word which means that it's two words that have been brought together and very often they're like it's not like a compound noun where you have the two words and they remain whole usually they're squished in order to yeah. create this shorter um, new mm-hmm. word. Uh, but um, a portmanteau is a kind of suitcase, which um, I don't think anyone uses anymore. A hard case suitcase. Imagine it like a shell that opens up on a hinge. And it was right. used to carry capes. 
back in the day when um, I'm guessing gentlemen wore capes. They needed a portmanteau. I misheard that. I heard capes. Yes. <laughs> a portmanteau, but manteau is, is coat in French and yes, a long yes, coat. Yeah, yeah, yeah so good. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, a, yeah, like yeah, a Sherlock Holmes type of cape affair type of thing. And uh, so it was a port carrying a manteau, the, this coat. So yeah. his words were um, in the same way, like double hinged and uh, carried one new meaning. Uh, so that was, that's the portmanteau. But like um, all of that aside, the one of the portmanteau words, which is also popular, um, not recently, recently, but in the last couple of word, uh, years is Franken words which is kind of like for those people who don't like to use French words uh, because it might hide the meaning. So you can also call portmanteaus Franken words. But okay. Then, Give us some examples, though, of, 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 of these portmanteau Franken words okay. then. So, that so um, well, portmanteau, she told you that. Yeah, no, oh, no, yes, but hold on. So <laughs> what we're doing now, this is a portmanteau word, a podcast. Oh. What does mm. it come from? Do you remember uh, way back broadcast, in the history? Broad, broadcast, yeah. broadcast, and I don't know what pod would be from, pod. though. iPod. Oh, right. Okay. So that so kind of goes back quite a way, doesn't it? So like, you know, when yeah, we yeah, had yeah. iPods and that's where we got our podcasts. and it's, 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 uh, um, okay. okay, so let's see. There's another one. Okay, well, cosplay. Oh, costume play. Yeah, which is kind mm -hmm. of a cheat because play stays the same. Uh, yeah. In the news a lot um, over the last year or so, stagflation. Okay, inflation and stagnant. Yeah, there you but go. So is that staying the same? Stagnant yeah. no, inflation. Yeah. So kind of this situation oh, yeah. of inflation that's not changing at all. Um, this one I hadn't heard, but I came across. An imagineer. Oh, yes. An engineer of the imagination used to make the Disney rides yeah. originally. Okay. I think. Oh, yeah. was it really? Okay. Okay. Yes. So, yes. really, like, that's what, yeah. Th yeah, they, that's what they called them in Disney. Yeah. So, there's a load of them in food. Can you think of any? And, and then, if we're going back to this thing about promo, the idea is that people kind of like these new Franken words and it helps to sell a product. So, they're kind of, they're all over the place in food, for example. So, brunch. Um, Brunch would oh, be brunch, one, yeah, absolutely, yeah. an early yeah. one. What about a cronut? Oh, yeah, like a cruller and a donut. A, yeah, but what are they? I saw those advertised recently. A croissant and a donut, no? Oh, no. a croissant okay. and a donut. But I think, oh. I think it maybe died a death. I mean, there's the word stayed, but yeah. I'm no, not sure. No, uh, not, there is a, there, in one of the, the uh, retail outlets uh, in Oxford, they sell cronuts. There you go. And, okay. uh, now, I know, now I know what they are. A froyo? Frozen yogurt. Yeah. Frozen yogurt. And this is an old one. And so, the, so spork. Can I say spork? Does that work? Is that yeah. a pot word? Yeah. Word? That's a spoon fork, no? A spork. A spoon and fork, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, a spork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get them in, like, motorway survey stations. That's right. Yeah. I love the sporks. Yeah. 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 What about yeah, yeah. spam? This is an old one. That's ham is there. That's a part. Mm. Uh, 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 and is that... Spam, 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 spinach spam. and ham. No, no, no. no. I never have thought of spam in this way, but it's spiced ham. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And then, okay. In the world of animals, what is a geep? <laughs> um, and this comes, this comes from like, like that whole hybrid thing of 
I know this sounds like like this is like horrible it's a god of a goat. It's, a, it's, a, 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 um, it's an animal. It, it's yeah? an animal. Yeah. Deep. So it's, it's like a giraffe or an, an ape? What? No. It's a, no, a giraffe and an ape. No, no. That would truly be a Franken word, surely. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to run into one of those okay, so it's on a, a highway. It's a goat and a sheep. Okay, so it's like oh, does that, that, that really exist? Like, I have no idea if a geep exists. No, and it, I'm thinking like in Wales, oh, that's I'm, like I'm that gonna Google it now. Yeah. And outrageous. it's kind of problematic anyway, isn't it? This whole yeah. thing about can you tell your goat the goats from the sheep and all that kind of thing? Um, that's true. What about yeah. a wolf fin? Don't tell me you've crossed it. They've crossed wolves and dolphins. Dolphin, yes. <laughs> and a, oh, a whale. But Sorry, what I was thinking kind of, like a, of whale. Well, hopefully uh, not a orca, one, like yeah. a killer whale, which is a, like a... which is a kind of dolphin anyway. I think, isn't it? That's kind of like you know the yeah. the dolphinoid. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, and yeah. and finally a zonkey. That's a donkey. <laughs> zombified donkey. <laughs> Wonderful. That's yes. a geek. Yeah. Oh, there. Hey, oh, there's a geek. Just okay, it just looks like a oh, goat. A okay. There is a there <laughs> is a Wikipedia page on geeks. <laughs> um, so the, what's the oh, is, it, is it the zebra donkey? Yeah, that's zebra right. Zebra and a donkey. Yeah, that's what a zombie uh, is. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, so there's okay. here's a couple more. I mean, this one, Lindsay, is just totally for you. I guess that you're into listicles. Yes, a list article, yeah. although list stays the same, but yes, the list article that's re really popular online and in chorus books. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so kind of... Didn't in, you have a, didn't you, it wasn't like your whole blog. Yes, well, it was, was a little, yeah. Whole blog, yeah. Then yeah. Yeah. kind of in that ilk, there's the biopic, obviously. Oh, yeah, the biopic, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Dramedy, uh, mockumentaries. Okay, yes. There's like, there's loads of stuff that like, oh, you know... You could, These are all the mashups, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. That you have the, Making up little yeah. labels that make it like a whole new genre and so it's easier to sell. Like, and Like, yeah. And we are, uh, we're, of course, we're missing the, we, we haven't mentioned internet. <laughs> yeah. That's yep. got to be a brand Absolutely. Way. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, um, let's see, there's, uh, which one was like, oh yeah, okay. Did you know that vitamin is a portmanteau word? Oh, oh gosh, no. No. Vitality. Almost, yeah. So it's vital. Uh, yes. And minerals. Oh, wow. Which would kind of suggest, how do you say the word, Lindsay? Uh, vitamin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it yeah, kind he, of right. blends. He, he mispronounces so like it. You're uh, pronouncing yeah. it right. We're pronouncing it wrong. Uh, <laughs> no, he, <laughs> it he came from vital. <laughs> Damn it all. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. One last one. Don't give him that. He'll never let us go. <laughs> I, I, out of interest, was it, was it, you, you, you're bringing this to the table. I mean, we randomly found our things. Were you sat there musing about portmanteau words? Oh, you, God. Okay. <laughs> no, this is like a really, really superficial. <laughs> way i came to them as well <laughs> like the, the newest one that just popped onto my feed because i was planning on getting a haircut was the bixie and i'm like what the hell is okay, it so it's pixie and a bob yeah there you go like it's yeah. the bixie oh, wow Lindsay, i'm like, very wow. impressed with your haircut <laughs> and apparently <laughs> that is the 2023 haircut is the bixie and i'm going like really oh, wow. you okay. needed to, okay. you yeah, needed right. to name it <laughs> and then i found a dictionary blog post that said that 20 to 25 percent of the new entries in the dictionary over the i can't remember how many x number of recent years were actually these blends in various different that would forms. Make sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, it doesn't surprise me given given you speak, for example, like which is I think influenced mm -hmm. by social media or vice versa. It doesn't it, because you are we well we we are in this habit of shortening things, aren't we? Yes. Really, yeah. because that's, yeah. that 
So uh, it doesn't surprise me. That. Hold on. And I had, and I oh, think, yes. Go, no, go on, go, go on, on, Lizzie. I think also a lot of that stuff, when I think about podcasts, internet and everything, I think some of it, so much of it would have been driven by like social media, also like yeah. the language of Silicon Valley. So podcast, there was like afterwards, remember everything had an I at the beginning. So yeah. there was iPod, but then there was iTunes and then like yeah. anything new you would want to try to make it stick, you put an I in the beginning, the beginning you know, <laughs> like the iBook, iWorkbook, the iTrain, like it was and then it was I, e. Oh, yeah. Then it was e. e. yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. And then yeah. it was, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's going to be something bought, like you'll get a, 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 a like, or t a, t like TikTok, there'll be things like that with another talk type thing, you know, they'll yeah. keep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's kind mm. of like feed, it's kind of like almost meme like feeding on itself, isn't it? But it's, yes. it, it yeah. always is this thing of trying to promote things or bring, like, like get people interested even in just the word and so mm. repeating it repeating it and therefore you're promoting whatever it is whether it's the cronut or um yes. another one botox <laughs> are you oh, suggesting gosh. we need it no uh, but it's <laughs> that's another one which is tox is not toxin i hope is it, it is what does yeah. it come from botox uh botulism yeah <laughs> no it does yes. does it really so it's oh a botulism i was gonna say that but i thought I, oh that's great yeah you can understand why that benefits from, from being, being shortened, shortened. yeah and so <laughs> yeah. then i have this little um nerdy bit of terminology that i only learned today which is exactly okay. what you were saying Lindsay, about we like to make things shorter and yeah. apparently that's called haplology haplology Hap Haplology, which is H-A-P-L-O-L-O-G-Y. Haplology. And the uh, post this. I read, which introduced me to this um, term, which it says, uh, merging two syllables which sound the same, so we kind of bring bringing something shorter. Then the word England apparently used to have an extra syllable. England. 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 It's football fans <laughs> exactly. still say England. No, so, England. But it was yeah. England. Oh, England. So you had a la la England. land thing going on there. Oh, the la la land. La la land. And so that it just blended. Um, and so even England is a portmanteau word. So there you go. Wow. That is the end of my little nerdy journey <laughs> so let's recap class what have we learned today <laughs> we have learned portmanteau words we need We've to just carry a bit of a new theme tune a little like the nerdland little um, <laughs> <laughs> no i love that so we've yeah. learned portmanteau words we've learned that ingola We've learned to get ourselves all enraged and hopped up about saying, um, you know, whatever, instead of saying, um, yes, we'd rather kill birds, we'd rather feed birds with scones than kill birds with stones. With the stones. Exactly. <laughs> and we also learned about, um, uh, you know, English, uh, English for the military as a, as a potential career uh, avenue for some people if they wish to. Or, or a master's. You got it from me, guys. <laughs> you can't, nobody can accuse the uh, Temple community of not being eclectic. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, if guys. Anybody, well, <laughs> sorry, thank Lizzie. you. If you want to find out uh, other interesting and fascinating things that we've discussed over the years, uh, you can find the backlog of all our episodes at our website, Temple.com. 
tefelcommute.com. We're on Podbean now. So if you're listening to this now, all of our episodes recently migrated here. So you can find our back catalog on this here. We'd love to hear from you. Um, you can drop us a line at Facebook or at uh, Instagram, I think, Twitter, all the normal places. Um, I think that's it for us. All the normal places. That's interesting. <laughs> all the, all the <laughs> a whole episode to be discussed. Now, what ten the years normal, ago, I'd be like, what? all the cool places. Now it's like, yeah, all, no, the normal, all the normal places, places. All the boring places. <laughs> the sensitivity <laughs> readers have got to you, Lindsay. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. I've been, I've been reprogrammed. <laughs> and on that note, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <Thanks. laughs> Bye.